Hello and welcome to Zack Attack. We're never going to be better than this. This is episode 16, 17 again, from 2009. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe too. This is the last movie that we have before the High School Musical Month. I hope you're all very excited for three episodes next month. Yeah, I don't even want to call them bonus episodes because, banger. like, it's just one big thing. Like, they're not—they're bigger than bonus episodes. It's, it's a like a—it's the biggest thing that we're ever going to do in Zack Attack. We're never going to be bigger than that. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're never going to put out more episodes than that in one month. <laughs> Hopefully not. 17 again, or... Okay, I, I, I love calling it Zephantine again, but that's so hard for me to say for some reason. Okay, we can call it whatever you want. Yeah, I'm just... I just I'm going to struggle with it this episode. That's fine. I don't know how many times we're going to use it by name, but, like, I'm just going to say 17 again. Okay. This is a movie that I saw a little bit on HBO. I remember in college, it was on HBO. Okay. I think, because it came out in 2009, and I remember watching, like, five minutes and being like, oh... I thought Zac Efron was a bad actor, but like he's not that bad in this. Then I didn't think about it for like six years, and then we started doing the <laughs> podcast, and this was one that we sort of were looking forward to, because yes. it was one of his bigger movies yes. relatively early in his career, and it's the first one that he did after High School Musical 3. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of cool and exciting. It is, yeah, yeah. I thought that his acting was a little shaky here, and I couldn't tell if that's because he was impersonating Chandler, like he was still trying to like channel Chandler through him, and that that was like that, or he was like working out his acting kinks in this. But I mean, guess we'll figure out next time when we watch High School Musical. So one little tidbit about that, and I never watched Friends, so I know he's Chandler, but like I, I've seen, I think. This might be an exaggeration, but I think I've seen two episodes of Friends. I've seen the pilot, seen and I saw the many. finale. I've seen way too many, so... So, I don't know him as Chandler. I don't really know him as anything except for maybe just that guy from Friends. But anyway, in the movie, Zeph plays young Matthew Perry. Yes. And Zeph apparently called Matthew Perry while they were filming, or before they were filming, or whatever, for both help with his lines, but also to sort of get tips on his mannerisms and, like, impersonating okay. him because they're the same person. So I don't know if it's shaky acting or You're if it's, right, like, then. just trying to Perfect. be Matthew Perry. Yep, that's what uh, it is. So there's, there's maybe an excuse. He has, yeah, he has a lot of Matthew Perry delivery, and in this movie, Matthew Perry, I mean, pretty much in every movie, he just plays Chandler from Friends, so, yeah. He, that's <laughs> No, he really is. And, like, that's not, me, like, you know, like, I'm always saying that they're, like, the same actor or whatever. Like, no, his, like, mannerisms and stuff are the same, and even not watching Friends, anything that you've seen him in, he has, like, the same delivery and stuff, so. Well, how many friends has Zeph crossed paths with? Because he crossed paths with Lisa Kudrow. He did! In the oh, same shit, scene, I never even were, thought about neighbors. this. Yeah, I never even thought I'm about this. I'm trying to think now, I don't think he's ever with Jennifer Aniston, or Courtney Cox, or David Schwimmer, or... Who's the other one? Oh, uh, who plays Joey? Joey? I forget, but yeah. Matt LeBlanc. Matt I don't LeBlanc, think... Yeah. I don't think he's been in with any of those, but that's this is two friends crossover in Zack Attack. Yeah, I mean, well, friends kind of infiltrated everything, so and they're all kind of doing like comedy movies now and stuff, so it makes sense. But yeah, you're right. Damn, I didn't piece together that he was with. Lisa <laughs> I didn't Kudrow. think about it until just right now. The other thing I want to say is that in this movie, Matthew Perry's best friend is played by Thomas Lennon, Who's and dangled. now on CBS, there's The Odd Couple, which is Matthew Perry and Tom Lennon. Oh, so, really? So they must yeah. actually be friends. Like, they must get along. Probably. They were... Tom Lennon was also... I was looking on IMDb. This is a little bit of trivia that I saw was that Tom Lennon was in one episode of Friends but never had a scene with Matthew Perry. Oh. So maybe they met on set there. I don't know. Or maybe they more likely just became friends in this movie and then whatever. Or, or maybe it's just fate that they just wound up together in the new show. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? 
But I love him, dude. He's really funny. I, Reno 911 was a hilarious show. I used to watch the shit out of that. So seeing Dangle be in this is really I funny. love him. I did not love him in this movie. And that's the big problem I think I have with this movie is because like that's supposed to be such like a, a source of fun. Him and... Is that the woman from The Office? I don't know. I, I honestly... I, I, don't, I didn't recognize I, I her. I didn't uh, watch The Office. I watched but let it. But let me look it up. I think that's Jan from The Office, if I'm right. It's some other... She might have been on The Office, but I don't think she's like... I don't, I don't know. I don't remember. She looks too indistinguishable for me to pick her out of something. Yes, she was Jan from The Office. She was in 42 episodes of The Office, and this Shit. one she plays the principal. Okay. They're supposed to be, like, so funny, and, like, these two weirdos, kind of, or like, he's supposed to be really be a weirdo, and then, like, when he realizes that she's into fantasy and role-playing and everything, too, it's supposed to be, like, this match made in heaven. Yeah. I just didn't love it. I liked it. It wasn't bad. It was, like, cut in pretty well for the movie. I thought he was funny because he just cracks me up, just, like, his mannerisms and, like, how he acts and stuff. So I did like it. Yeah, I could see why you didn't. I mean, like, it wasn't great. It's not like something I'd be like, oh, you have to watch this movie for this. Right. Yeah. What I was most surprised about with this movie, pleasantly surprised, is I was expecting the movie to start off with Matthew Perry as... Like, the beginning is him as an adult. But here, we start off with him in high school as Zeph, and then he ages to Matthew Perry and then goes back to Zeph. But what's even better is that, I mean, at least for checking off our boxes for Zack Attack, the the first shot of the movie is a shirtless Zeph playing basketball. Yes. And I was like, oh, this movie's off to a great start already. Same, yeah. Um, I was watching it with Rachel. We were pretty drunk last night. We started watching it, and she's like, well, there you go. There's your shirtless Zeph already. And I was like, oh, damn, perfect. Yeah, it was a great way to start off the movie. Lots of potential there. And I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves, but we also, basically one of the last scenes in the movie we get crying Zeph. So we have to go sort of the entire span of the movie, but we get the two main Zephs that we're looking for. We get yeah. shirtless Zeph at the beginning and crying Zeph at the end. We need to do a tally again to see how many um, cryings we've got, because we've got one in like the past couple movies too. We've hit like a lot of crying Zephs. I think the last one we didn't have one in was like liberal arts, because he was only He's in been, it. Yeah, because yeah, he was a very cheerful, upbeat you know, in only in seven or eight minutes of the movie. Yeah, you're right. Yep, agreed. Yeah, it ticked off all my boxes again. These, like, I hope that we get shirtless and crying in High School Musical. I'll be really excited. <laughs> what if he cries multiple times in each High School Musical? Wouldn't that be awesome? If you just, it like... It would be amazing. I, don't, I honestly don't know. I feel like just based on the tone, I don't know anything about them other than he was in there with the Vanessa Hudgens, and then they started dating because of those movies. Then her vagina pics leaked. I remember yep. those. I don't know anything else about those movies aside from that, but I'm assuming that they're all mostly upbeat, but I'm sure that they all have emotional cores and they're going to be sad at times and they're going to probably get together and then break up and then get exactly, back together. Exactly. So I'm hoping he does cry. There's going to be there's going to be opportunities for him to cry. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think so too. Now, okay. So this movie, this there was a there's a little fact that we talked about the last movie we did, Charlie St. Cloud. We did the Entourage episode last, but when we talked about Charlie St. Cloud, the same guy who directed this movie who directed Charlie St. Cloud. Oh. That's not what's crazy, though. What's crazy to me is that he is, on his IMDb, second most known for Pulp Fiction. And I was like, what, what were you involved with Pulp Fiction? And in the scene where Jules and Vincent go to the apartment and, and eat the big kahuna yeah. burger and drink down the Sprite, yeah. the director is the guy on the couch 
that Jules calls Flock of Seagulls because of his hair. He's haircut. Flock of Seagulls? No way. He's Flock of Seagulls. Yep. He's oh Roger. Because on IMDb, it just says Roger. And I said, who is Roger? So I Googled Pulp Fiction Roger, and there's just pictures of Flock of Seagulls laying on the couch. And that oh, blew my mind. My, that's fucking amazing. That was like one of the best facts we've ever had. I can't believe that's that. So, like, that guy grew up to direct Zeph in two different movies. Yeah, man. Talk about six degrees of separation. You're pretty close there. Damn. Amazing. And at the time Pulp Fiction came out, Zeph was like six or seven. So like, you know, he wasn't he wasn't even old enough to see it. Just that's that blew my mind. That was that was crazy. Yeah, that was that's a good fact. I'm kind of speechless about <laughs> it, honestly. Damn, dude, that was really good. I also want to tease right now. We'll get into it at the end. Just like for Charlie St. Cloud, we had my favorite IMDb trivia with the real geese. We have one for this movie. I don't like it as much, but I like it a whole lot, and it's close to real geese. So I'm going to say this at the end. Thank but you. But we have a I'm really, excited. really good IMDb trivia. And here's a little bit of a hint. It looks like it was written in English, run through a translator, and then run back through a translator back to English. <laughs> Something like it's – you're going to see. It's, it's great. So we'll get to that at the end. That's awesome. Those are my favorite kind of posts on any type of social yeah. media situation where you could post. The ones that are like in English but bad enough that you think that the person definitely speaks English but not that well. Yeah, that's awesome. The other thing that really surprised me at the beginning of this movie is that the basketball coach is played by Jim Gaffigan. Same. I was totally mind blown. That's like one of the first notes I have. It's like, well, where the fuck did Jim Gaffigan come from? And he apparently is one of two actors. I don't remember who the other one is, but there's only two people in this movie who play the same – like it's the same person in both parts – the janitor. In 1989 and 2007. The janitor. But the janitor's not real, though. He is. But he's also, but he's not in, he's not in 1989, though, is he? Yeah, I thought so. When Zeph was a high schooler? Because we're only in that world for like five or ten minutes. I think so. I think the janitor was Maybe there. it was him. I don't Go know. Ahead. But Jim Kafkin was one of the two. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Because like, he comes in the beginning, and then when he comes back at the end, I was surprised again to see him. But I mean, it, it made sense for him to still be there. And it's basically like his first year of playing college or coaching high school basketball, and then his last year of coaching high school basketball. Yeah, it was pretty so cool. It was, I thought they it was cool it to see like him that. twice. Agreed. Yeah, I didn't expect Jim Gaffigan in this. I was actually wondering if he did the sort of what the fuck was the guy in the last one that just like did the movie so that his daughters could meet Zeph. Oh, 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 oh. Um, Henry Hill. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh God. What's his name? Fuck. I'm not gonna look it up. Good fellow. Gonna try to pull it. Goodfellas. He was also... He's Ray Donovan. Yeah, no. Yeah, isn't he? No, he's not. Ray Liotta. No, Ray, Ray Liotta. Liotta, yes. Not Ray Donovan. That's why, that's why I had Ray on the brain. Ray Liotta. You were close. And also, you know, some other actors from that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of that last movie, did you get any vibes? It's a different situation here, but in Charlie St. Cloud, we had Zephyrus' older brother to the young kid. Like, real, like actual brother, but like yeah. really in full big brother mode. Fatherly. In this movie... We get, I felt like the same relationship between Zeph and the young Tom Lennon that we did in Charlie St. Cloud, but they're not brothers. They're just best friends, but he's just like, you know, this cool kid who's sort of taking care of this dweeby little boy who seems like way younger. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. did you get that same kind of vibe or no? Uh, yeah, he was, wasn't as clingy and like it seemed less bizarre. But it does seem like he takes care of him. It was kind of hard for me to believe. I don't really imagine this kid that was like, super star basketball player was like friends with this like nerdy kid and like took care of him like that that's kind of i don't think that would ever happen but yeah i don't it, it, that it's weird i mean it makes sense that once he quits the basketball team to run off with his pregnant girlfriend that he would stay friends with the dweeby yeah yeah, kid. yeah for sure but like 
Yeah, I don't know why basically the most popular kid in high school is friends with the guy who's like the playing Dungeons loser. and Dragons on his lunch break. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, maybe it's like one of these like remnant relationships where like they were friends when they were really young or something and they kind of like took different paths. It almost yeah, it almost has to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's weird, but it worked. I didn't I didn't get so much of the Charlie St. Cloud thing. I was more weirded out by the the son Zeph family relationship which we'll talk about that was kind of creepy yeah so this okay so this is the 16th episode we we've had baseball Zeph we now have basketball Zeph we had golfing Zeph in Dirty Grandpa yes we had swimming Zeph yes. in that Nicole Kidman movie yes have we had I mean like Zach Efron looks sailing like Zeph, dude. sailing sailing Zeph in the sailing last, Zeph the yep yep one. yep um, have we had any he's never played football no, or hockey no there's a couple I sports think... left oh, for him. Oh, we had uh, race car driving Zeph. That's true. We had race car Zeph too, which isn't really athletic, but I mean, I guess it's a sport. No, but like it's a sport, like it's a spectator sport at least. Yeah, yeah, dude. He but that's always 16 has fans. movies and six different sports. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're like we're not only like where it's he's playing a sport. Like aside from Dirty Grandpa, like that plays pretty heavily into the character that he is. Like that's kind of crazy. Yeah, no, these were all like significant parts of his character development. Was like this aspect of it, yeah. I didn't think about it. Another good point. Because he's, he's nothing sporty in Neighbors, and he's nothing sporty in Mike and Dave. But that's not really, like, those weren't, like, sporty situations. Right. But I guess they're doing, like, athletic shit in Mike and Dave and Neighbors. Like they're Oh, he's a sport of a uh, competitive DJ? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a sport for sure. Yeah. It's a blood sport. <laughs> Thanks for making me laugh on that one. That was pretty good. All those athletic DJs out there, shout out to all the super athletic DJs. So not only is he, like, the captain of the basketball team and the most popular kid in school, but he's also, like, dancing with the cheerleaders. Like, he still is, I don't know if that's his choice or if that's the director being like, hey, we, we just saw you sing and dance in three movies. You're gonna dance in this movie too. Kind of like transitioning the it. When they're doing like the yeah the cheerleader routine. Yeah, and he's not in Entourage yet, where he's just like, man, fuck that shit. Like, I'm not gonna do that. He's like, I guess I'll still do it because this director seems cool. He was in Pulp Fiction. I'm gonna listen to it. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what it was. He was like, Flock of Seagulls has an idea. I'm gonna run with it. We also get so okay. So the be- the beginning when it's 1989 and he's a basketball player, he's the cool kid in high school. It's only like five minutes, and then we like jump to present day, which is 2007, I think. He has gone from being, like, I guess it makes sense if you think about it, but, like, he goes from being this guy who literally gave up on his future to be with his pregnant girlfriend to this guy who resents his wife, like, has nothing, wants nothing to do with her. She kicked him out of the house. She's divorcing him. You know, his kids don't like him. It's, like, such a jarring jump. It's hard to sort of follow. Like it's you get whiplash yeah. trying to figure out like how it went from here to here. Like there's there's nothing good in his life. And I know that's the point of it, but like wow. Yeah, agreed, man. I didn't I didn't get it, dude. She's still super hot, so I don't know how pissed off. Leslie Mann, be. yeah, and she's super funny. Like she's the yeah. best. I love her. Yeah, dude, she's great. So I'm like, how could you be this pissed off at that lady? Like, and your kids are kind of cool. So like, what the fuck is, you know, Harriet the Spy's running around your house and stuff? So yeah, so Michelle Trachtenberg, Harriet the Spy, she was my first crush. When I saw Harriet the Spy in theaters, I like fell in love with Michelle Trachtenberg. I think I was probably like five or six. And I was just like, oh man, like she is, like I still love her. I mean, I don't think she's really doing much anymore. No. But I was in love with her as a little boy. Then, so it was good that makes sense. This is not, now I understand your type of like weird <laughs> weird kind of homely I, girls, I guess. I 
didn't recognize the son from anything. He might have been in something. He did look familiar. I'll look him up. I did recognize, I don't know if you caught it, I think you probably watched the show. Did you recognize the bully, the, the captain of the basketball team in modern day, the guy who was dating Michelle Trachtenberg? No, who is he? Is he, like, just because of the blonde hair, I was thinking he was the dude from um, the movie that they're, like, all at the Walmart or, like, the BJs or something. It's, like, a comedy, too. And he's, like, employee of the month or something with Jessica Simpson. I thought it was that dude. But I realized that this kid is, like, very young, and that movie came out pretty much at the same time. So it's not like he got, like, 20 years older all of a sudden. He is Hunter Parrish, who is Silas from Weeds. He's the older brother, or oh. the older son in Weeds. You I never, Weeds nope, no? never saw it. Oh, okay. That's all I know him from. I mean, he's a pretty big, because I was like, oh, because he looks the same. I think yeah. that was, this is in the middle of that Weeds run. No, that, so the young, the brother, the younger brother was not in anything I recognize. He's in a bunch of kids stuff. I don't think he's in anything that you would know. Okay. He's His top four on MDB are 17 again, Sunny with a Chance, Starstruck, and Landmine Goes Click. So, nope. I don't think he's in the end now. Definitely not. There's a lot of, like, ambiguously placed <laughs> actors in this movie that I was like, I don't... Like, yeah, I totally missed the chick from The Office, and I was convinced that I've seen this kid before, so maybe was, I'll just blame it on being drunk. There you go. So, modern day, Matthew Perry is at his kid's school and sees this, like, mysterious old janitor. And yeah. I was so glad for how racist Zack Attack has kind of been at times, that this wasn't, like, a, a black guy because like you know in, <laughs> yes in we have had a lot of racism have, in zack attack we yeah have. but you know how like in storytelling like in literature there's like the magical negro trope where it's like yes this old, usually an old yes. black guy who like guides the way yes like that's exactly what this part was and i was like oh thank god like it I wasn't know. like a morgan freeman type it's just like a fat white guy yeah no it's the dude from um he's in all the uh adam sandler movies He's in all uh, okay. the Adam... You know who this guy is. He always plays like, yeah, a very yeah, yeah. small character in all the Adam Sandler movies. And I was excited to see him, too. And so he sees him here at school and then, like, turns his back and he's gone. And then driving home that night, he sees this guy about to jump off a bridge yeah. and then disappear. And then... This is the weirdest body swap movie. Because I remember a couple episodes ago... I don't know if it was Charlie St. Cloud or Entourage or what. I told you there was a Keanu Reeves movie called Young Again or like a TV episode or whatever TV movie where he was an old man and then wished he was a kid again and became Keanu Reeves. But he wished for that. Here, Matthew Perry ostensibly like jumps off a bridge into like a swirling vortex in the water and like walks out like wet and muddy and then showers himself off and he just is all of a sudden zapped. Like it's crazy. Yeah, I agree. It was kind of a weird one. I was thinking we were going to get like a parent trap type situation yeah. We would have gotten, like, a switch. I thought that he was going to be Matthew Perry, and Matthew Perry was going to be him. I didn't realize that they were going to be the same person until, like, you know, the opening of the movie. But you're right. This was, like, a really weird... I mean, you know, this was kind of, like, a teen kind of movie, so they take a lot of liberties with, like, some stuff in this film. Yeah, like, I didn't think... I didn't think it was going to be Parent Trap. Like, I knew what it was, but, like, it's weird that he doesn't wish for it. I guess he, like, subconsciously wants to go back to a time when, like, things weren't bad. Yeah, but, like, he gets kind of thrown into it. This isn't, like, he to do this i agree yeah and it's also weird that like because really what he wants to do is like fix his marriage and fix his relationship with his kids but instead of going back in time to like be there more you know like uh i think that's yeah okay so going to another podcast on our network in cage club one of my favorite movies that i never had heard about before we started doing that is called the family man which is okay. from 2000 that's a christmas movie so i love it already but like at the beginning of that movie he is with Taylor Leone, I think. 
he has a choice between like getting on a plane and not getting on a plane. And in the real timeline, he leaves her and becomes like this very successful businessman. In that timeline, he like goes back in time and then opts to stay with her and like lives that life. Okay. And so this movie could have done that, like where he goes back in time and then like is there with Leslie Mann and like helps them raise the kids. I guess that's not as funny and that's sort of like a longer, slower movie. Yeah. Here, to fix his marriage, he just becomes high school himself in today, which is the same thing that happens in the Keanu movie, but like I don't know how you're supposed to fix things. It's it's, it's strange. It's really strange, yeah. I don't think that 17-year-old me would be able to accomplish anything, like, with a family. (laughs) (laughs) And what's also crazy, and, like, they sort of play it up in a few different ways, like, the first time Leslie Mann sees him, she's really drunk, or people don't really recognize him, but it's crazy to me that no one, that, like, especially, like, his wife, or, like, people at the school or whatever, don't recognize that this guy is the same person as he was. Like, he doesn't look different. Like, it's not like things, like, are a little bit different. Like, he's exactly himself when he was 17 with, like, around people. Like, you know, Thomas Lennon is freaking out and, like, doesn't recognize him until he, like, sees a picture of the two of them together as kids and is like, oh, right, like, you are my friend. Yeah, it's it's weird, dude. I don't... Maybe I'm not old enough to have experienced this, <laughs> But, like, I think that I would fucking recognize if somebody was, like, a little kid version of one of my friends. You know what I mean? I'd be like, hey, you look an awful lot like this dude. Like, I just saw, I mean, this is not the extreme example that it is, but, like, it's in a similar way. I just saw a couple that I went to high school with that I graduated with. I haven't seen in, like, 11 or 12 years. I just saw them, like, at the grocery store on the weekend, and I recognized them right away. So, like, they've aged... I haven't seen them or thought about them in, like, a decade, and I recognize them right away. You know what I mean? Like, here, like, you're literally looking at your best friend or your husband or whatever from a time when you knew what he looked like. That's crazy. Yeah, I... Maybe it's, like, diluted because you you do see them so often type situation. I don't know. I'm not going to try to logic this one out. It was weird. I agree. I I definitely have qualms with it. You have to accept a certain amount of, like, logic jump to, like, not pick this movie apart. Just based on the premise alone. Exactly, and I like the movie, so, like, I I gave in a lot of the time for this one, so. We get in this movie, and I didn't think about this while I was watching it, but I just thought about it now. In Dirty Grandpa, remember when he keeps going to prison and he keeps coming out in, like, crazy, terrible clothes? Like, the the raindrop, drop top, Seth, or Zac Efron with some cops and a crop top? Yes, Uh, yes, We get him in full-out Ed Hardy mode, by oh, choice, of he's like, oh, like, this is super cool. Like, this is exactly what I want to look like. I know, dude. The Ed Hardy scene was really, really funny. When he has all the fucking Ed Hardy clothes on, it was really funny. And what also dates this movie to very specifically this time period is they're making jokes about Kevin Federline and Clay Aiken, which I think were, like, maybe, I don't know, maybe timely then? Maybe still a little bit outdated? But, like, now, definitely do not play. Yeah. Yeah, but dude, I like K-Fed. We've talked about this before. (laughs) I I like K-Fed. I know a friend that hangs out with K-Fed. I think K-Fed jokes are very timely for me, always. They're they're classic. We get an amazing... We haven't had this in a while. We get an amazing description of Zeph. When? No, I don't remember this. I was kind of drunk. Go ahead. One girl says to another, if that boy were an apple, he'd be a delicious. Oh, I did remember that. Yeah, that one was okay. That wasn't one of the greatest Zeph descriptions. I just liked it because we haven't had it in a while. Like, we haven't had, had like, you know, since since Mike and Dave or the neighbors were like, 
you know he looks like something the gay men made in a laboratory or something <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> those those are my favorite yeah it, it could have gone a little better i would i would have liked to have heard some more cutting ones but yeah yeah i mean but this is also not that kind of movie like this is not a hard r rated comedy no. they have to be like family friendly and like keep it okay for kids to to like make jokes like that i guess exactly exactly it was a teen movie the worst thing i saw in this movie was he he um, mouthed what the fuck was that at one point and he just mouthed it like oh, to himself. I missed that. yeah he would like when he was like being creepy with the mom at some point oh and he's super creepy like everything in this movie like everything is like somehow everything in this movie is like especially between him and leslie mann it's like cute and it's also awkward and it's also extremely uncomfortable yeah yeah, it's, because it's it's pretty weird. She's dancing with and flirting with and talking to a 17-year-old boy, which is weird, but it's also her husband, and it's like fresh eyes, and like he's able to do things that aren't really necessarily romantic, but like romantic enough, like putting on their wedding song, or you know, yes. paying attention to her, or helping out around the house, or whatever it is, and it's cute, but it's also at the same time, like, and that's kind of the whole thing, that like she even says to him, like, I know that the whole high schoolers dating older cougars or whatever <laughs> but that's not gonna happen and it's like it's like it's it's still creepy no dude i don't know i'm i'm totally fucked by society we watched liberal arts and i thought it was like really gross and creepy i see zef trying to bang leslie mann and i'm like stoked about it so it's a- <laughs> well, they're, they're two beautiful people like let's encourage it no but just in general like if you see like an older woman like kind of going after a younger guy it doesn't bother me as much as seeing like an older guy going after as a ted mosby going after elizabeth olsen yes which is creepy yeah i get it i get it i get it but that's me i'm just jaded by society that's it <laughs> okay so i forgot I, w- I wanted to tease this all episode long but i had my mind was blown in this movie and i don't know it, it almost has to be intentional if it's not intentional it is the craziest coincidence that I've ever, ever seen in a movie. And it's okay. not in the IMDb trivia. Okay, go ahead. Kick it to me. When Zef becomes Zef again, and they go to school to register him, Thomas Lennon, who is his best friend, acts like his dad. Yes. But like to hit on the principal, says, you know, he's not married. I had him out of wedlock. He's a bastard, blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's established that like he doesn't have a mom and that's sort of how he like how zeph pitches it to the brother you know his actual son he's just like would your like my mom didn't want people to know that i had a baby with thomas lennon and the kid knowing thomas lennon being a friend of the family is just like oh yeah like that like i like that like he just totally buys like oh yeah like i wouldn't want to be associated with that guy either what is crazy to me is thomas lennon's character name in this movie is ned he's referred to as uncle ned okay zeph is Uncle Ned's bastard son, Zeph, is Jon Snow. What? Oh. Yeah, that has to be coincidence. I don't think Flock I don't think it's coincidence, because it was, it was before the show started. There's no... Because they even say a line in the movie like, your Uncle Ned's bastard son. And I was like, oh. what the fuck are we watching? Oh, I didn't piece this together. I mean, maybe we had to see when Game of Thrones was like out, like the books were out. They had they the were books out for were a out while, well before right? this. Yeah. Well before this, yes. Yeah, then maybe it was like a little t- tip of the hat to. It had to be. I'm gonna Google right now because I didn't Google before. I'm gonna Google 17 again, Game of Thrones. Yeah, see if there's a relationship. Game of Thrones reference in crappy Zac Efron movie thread on Reddit. Let's go. Fan bases don't overlap much, but while flipping through TV the other day, I heard Zac Efron introduced as Uncle Ned's bastard in the movie Seventeen again. 
How many characters named Ned have bastards, really? Exactly. Yeah. And then the only comments are, that movie had no right to be as decent as it was, and I enjoyed that film, even saw it in theaters. Wow. Yeah, I liked it. See? So, but so, nobody confirms or denies it. <laughs> so one other person on the entire internet realized what I said, and then two other people were like, yeah, I like that movie. You gotta go tweet Flock of Seagulls and ask them about it. Oh my god. I was, it's, that's, it's, I had to pause the movie, because I was just like, what is happening right now? I didn't even connect the two, but yeah, you're right, it's weird. Yeah, there's, there's nothing else on the internet about this. I, wow. You've, you've come on to something. This is a Zack Attack breakthrough. You just. Exclusive. World exclusive. I do want to give a shout out to the Reddit user Ashleyist. The name Ashley, I-S-T. The Ashleyist, Ashley. Is she still no she's been she stopped posting on reddit four years ago so maybe she went crazy maybe she went maybe she pulled like a pepe sylvia like charlie from always sunny and like had like a nervous breakdown trying to prove this theory was true (laughs) and now is like no longer alive she's in a mental institution i hope that she hears this and writes us some letters please ashley if you're out there email us zachattackatcaseclub.me yes thank you thank you okay Oh, the first time this we're we're out of order sort of, but like the first time Leslie Mann sees Zeph when she comes home drunk from happy hour, she wants to like smell him. Yeah. And her friend Naomi is like, You're not allowed to smell teenagers. And I love that. Like I just thought that was so like because she's so drunk though, and like dude. feeling his face and just like, Let me smell you. And she, yeah. And her friend's like, No, 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 you can't do that. Yeah, that that was funny, but I don't like this comedic actor, the the one that was played her friend. Oh, she was, and she was terrible. She all she like her only joke the entire mo- movie was like correcting Matthew Perry or Zac Efron for saying her name wrong. Yeah, yeah, she was. I feel bad for that chick. She was in a lot of um, King of Queens, like she was like the dog walker in King of Queens. And I don't know. I'll trust you on that one. Yeah, she was, and I'm just like, blah, not a good actress. Nothing for me there. <laughs> What's also weird about Zeph and Leslie Mann is that her name is Scarlet, and he calls her Scar, and she's like, what did you call me? She's like, nobody else has ever called me Scar. I'm like, really? Like, nobody else nobody in the has history of your, your life in the only way you can? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, that's... <laughs> she's a weirdo. Then there's a pretty great montage scene where, like, He's constantly breaking up his daughter from having sex or like making out yes. with Hunter Parrish. That was a, that was actually a really good funny scene of the movie. This is kind of where I stopped the movie and like split it, and this is kind of where I picked it back up. That montage is really awesome. It was like funny. It kept me entertained. Yeah. He's like spraying them with the hose and like. And he's training his son how to play basketball and like yeah. blowing the air horn in his ear. And he's also like, this is also sort of like a meet cute, like kind of datey, flirty with Leslie Mann, even though they're not dating or flirting. Yeah. This is like post when her she's like don't go cougar hunting and all this shit. But yeah, it's weird. I this dynamic was really weird. Like I want to know how he had so much free time with this kid's mom. Have you ever hung out with your friends and then had like you know like thirty minutes every hangout just like chilling with their mom? No, but I feel I feel like he's just never because there's nothing for him at home. Like he doesn't really have parents. He's not going to hang out. Like he lives with at least temporary. Like well, actually, okay. So I guess the thing is like that's his house. Like that's the house he owns. Yeah, he's getting kicked out of. So like he's just gonna be there anyway. So he's not really going there to hang out with his friend, his son, aka friend or whatever. He's just going there to hang out, and whoever's around, he'll just be with. Yeah, but that's weird. Like it imagine, is weird. It's imagine if you weird. had like a like some friend that just like chilled at your house all the time, like a, like a third roommate. 
Like, it'd be fucking weird, man. It'd be real... Yeah, it'd be real weird. But, like, everything about this movie's weird. That's yeah, the other thing where you just sort of, like, true. just not pick it apart because, like, otherwise... That like, they just need to me, be though. around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, dude, like, no, no realistic way that you're just gonna be, like, hanging out with your friend's mom all the time. Whether or not it's, like... You know, she's kind of like quasi your aunt type situation, like your dad and him with the be- like we're best friends, and like nobody really seems to notice that Matthew Perry's not around. Yeah, the only time that it ever comes up is that when he's supposed to be at the divorce hearing, yeah. and she calls him and he answers from class, and she's like, "Are you with a girl?" He's like, "No, it's just some cheerleaders." Like, ha 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 ha, funny, but like. There's no follow-up to that, and, like, he's just never... No, they just, like, I, don't care. They're just like, okay, cool, like, guess he just, like, ran away or something. And, yeah. like, I guess that's the, that's the setup, that, like, his kids and his wife want nothing to do with him, so they're not going to be checking on him, and the only other person, like, he gets fired from his... Well, like, he kind of he kind of job himself to get fired. I missed this part. What was his job, and, like, well, how did he get fired? So he was a pharmaceutical sales rep. Okay. And he was telling Thomas Lennon, because, like, the beginning of the first scene or whatever, he's at Thomas Lennon's house eating breakfast, like, eating Captain Crunch. He had just been kicked out of his house, and he's like, you know, everything's going wrong. He's like, but at least I'm getting, like, promotion today. And he goes to work. Oh, yeah. And his boss is talking about, like, how, like, what makes the ideal employee. In a real weird, like, only in a movie way, he says Matthew Perry's character's name. He says Mike or whatever. He's like, Mike move back, like, let me congratulate this woman next to you or whatever. Yeah. And so then he grabs the Bluetooth earpiece out of his boss's ear after that meeting, smashes it on the wall, gets fired, has to ride down the elevator of shame with the woman who got the promotion. <laughs> yeah, with and them all being, of her friends that was, who were so excited to go to TJ Fridays. That, that was, so we're watching that movie together and Rachel looks at me and goes, I think this is your worst nightmare to be stuck <laughs> on an elevator with a bunch of cackling girls being excited about TGI Fridays. Was, it, it, it probably is my worst nightmare. Like when I go to hell, I think that I'll just be riding this elevator forever. Oh boy, that would be awful. Yeah, awful. like I get, I get skipped on a promotion for this chick and then I have to ride the elevator with her while she talks about it for, with her 20 And other guess what? Friends. Even better. We're going to happy hour at TGA Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that so much. Oh, that's really funny. Rachel purposely knows now, like, if we're ever in a situation and a girl says woo, like, she just is like, okay, do we need to go? Like, she just, like, takes me. <laughs> she's like, she's like, that was, yeah, you, you did good. I know that you're about to blow your brains out. So at this point, we can leave. Yeah, but, like, he's just never, like, because he has no job, he has no family to care about him. He really only has one friend, and his friend is sort of in on it, and, like, he's not going to babysit him. Yeah, I guess he just has free time to do whatever. And so that's why he's always just hanging out with Leslie Mann and is unable to, like, foil her date. And, like, he basically gets served with divorce papers, like, hey, you can get this to your uncle's friend, right? Just, or your dad's friend, or your uncle, or, you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. it's all very strange. Yeah, it's weird. It was definitely weird. But then their first date, I think, it seems like their first date, is to the basketball game to watch her son play basketball. Like, it's weird. Yeah, that's, uh, this is... I, I thought that they were like gonna go on an actual date, but I guess it kind of makes sense that they had to like place them here for like for the movie and like what they were going for. But yeah, I thought they were gonna go on an actual date too. But at least the game that they go to, Leslie Mann's son hits the game winner, and Zeph is playing in it, and he kind of like, passes it to things, him. Yeah, yeah. There's things that happen, but yeah, whatever. Oh, we missed the uh, bowling alley party where every girl is thirsty for Zeph. I did like that, and I did have notes on that. There's, like, all these young hosts that just, like, want Zeph. And, dude, you know what? Boise Boys in Idaho's. Boise Boys in Idaho's. So, I hope Rachel's going to listen to this. Okay. If for some <laughs> reason... 
<laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I hold on. I don't play this. I just like you thinking out loud. I'm trying to, depending on what you say, I'm going to see if I cut this out or leave this in. Probably leave it in, but go ahead. No, leave it in, leave it in, leave it in. If I had a chance to go back and be 17 again, and there was a bunch of thirsty-ass, like, young girls, like, hitting on me, I would probably have banged one of them. Like, or all three of them. Or all three of them. Yeah, but instead, this 17-year-old Zeph is preaching the benefits of abstinence in health class. He's talking about how, you know, you should be in love with the people that you sleep with. Uh, We also didn't talk about his complete dressing down of the bully while he's, like, twirling a basketball. They're like, oh, Zeph, like, you can do that basketball thing on your fingers? Like, we're going to have you do that for an entire four-minute scene while (laughs) you're talking about to this thing. You know, it's just like, oh, you can do this? Like, let's just have you do it the entire time. (laughs) But then at the bowling alley, he's talking to these girls about, like, respect and, like, how is any guy ever going to respect you if you don't respect yourself? Yeah. And they're all like, oh, you don't have to respect me. Like, you can just do whatever you want to. He's <laughs> just like, and I think the line is like, oh, dude, oh you're is... some other dad's problem. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was, that was my favorite joke in the whole movie. It's when he goes, I'm going to leave this problem for, for another dad. <laughs> like, I just give up on this. Well, what is weird about this movie, and it goes back to what you were just saying, like, if you were 17 again, he really has no fun in this movie. He's what, just yes. spending time with his kids. This is and what he's I was trying to at. hit on his wife like there's there's no fun in games like like the only thing that like the most fun he has is in gym class where he's just like oh i feel great like i can just run around there's the one scene of him like eating like all that shit food but like he's never using his good looks like there's we, yeah. we talked about like how we thought he was going to be shirtless like checking himself out in the mirror going shopping doing all this different stuff there's the one scene where he shows up in the new car and like the j- leather jacket but like we don't see him shopping we don't see no. him partying really like there's the party at the end but like he's not really at the party at the end he's just talking to leslie mann like i don't it's it's weird yeah dude this is what was on but first of all if i was 17 again i would have done a lot of dumb shit a lot of drugs i would have like tried to bang half the school like you know what i mean like if i had the knowledge i have now at 17 again i i would have gotten into so much trouble because, like, he uses that knowledge to completely humiliate the bully and, like, completely one-ups, like, he knows exactly who that guy is, exactly what his inadequacies are, and then doesn't do anything to follow up on that in any way. Yeah, he doesn't do any of the cool shit. I was disappointed by that. I wanted to see him just, like, ball out and be, like, a pretty badass dude for a while. I wanted to see him be Teddy from Neighbors, is what I wanted to see him be. Yeah, yeah, That's just what, for one scene, yeah. like, actually enjoy Or, you know, Cole Carter. Yeah, or Cole Carter. I just want to see him just, like, crush the game, you know? Like, form a squad and just, like, teach all these boys how to, like, bang young chicks and stuff. But no, he has to be, like, mature and be nice and whatever. This was lame. So we fast forward in the movie, and they're at the party, I think, that we that Zeph throws. Or, no, before the party, Stan, the, the new captain of the basketball team, the guy from Weeds, Hunter Parrish, breaks up with Maggie, breaks up with Michelle Trachtenberg. And that is sort of like a win for Zeph because he's been, like, messing with their relationship. Yeah. And then they have the party, and he wakes up in the party and, like... No, no he gets punched. The, the, Hunter he gets punched gets, twice. He gets, he gets punched out. Yeah, knocked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is weird because earlier in the movie, he, like, Hunter Parrish throws the basketball at him and he catches it in his hand, like, a real kind of cool superhero move. But then he gets his ass beat by him once when they're, like, in the sex ed class, and then he gets his ass beat by him again. And I'm like, dude, you wouldn't be like this. If you got your ass beat twice, like, you'd already be lame in school. You know what I mean? By this kid. But he wakes up in Michelle Trachtenberg's lap, and she's like, I know why you wanted me to break up with him, because you're in love with me. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. And then we get the conversation about how, like, 
oh, you must be gay, which I feel like he, I has taken had this to have out. happened before. I would have taken has this out. Has that happened out. in the Zeph movie? What? Or, what did you say? I said I would have taken this out. Like, if, if, like, I was, like, trying to not bang my daughter, and she'd be well, like, oh, you're gay. I'd be like, nailed it. That's it. You got I me. I think the reason that, oh, oh, okay, okay. I get it now. I thought you were saying you'd take it out of the movie, but, like, you would have taken that out that she gave you. Like, yes. yeah, I'm gay. Like, that's fine. Be like, I got it. I'm okay. gay. Yeah, love dudes. Like, I don't like your brother like that, but, you know, I, I like dudes. Like, that, you know, and then it's just over with. Yeah. Yeah, but instead of just like, oh no, I just don't like you because like, I want to bang what, your mom. That, that's just gonna like hurt her feelings. Like, exactly. Like yeah, like now, come on, you're like an old man now. You're doing all this cool dad shit. You get like one out to be mature and like you know not hurt your daughter's feelings. But no, you don't do that. You're just like, no, I just don't like you. You suck. <laughs> but so that scene is kind of like a reference or an homage or something to Back to the Future, where, like, the way he's describing the dream that he had, he wakes up and talks yeah. about his dream of being in high school again, and that's the same thing, like, in Back to the Future, but it's the reverse, yes. where his mom is hitting on him, In this, it's his daughter hitting on him, but, like, who just still creepy either way. Yeah, agreed. I would definitely try to avoid my mom or daughter if I ever go back in time. That's would be, like, top things of not to touch or go near. Yep. <laughs> And then it's at this party where, like, they're at Thomas Lennon's house, and he shows back up from his date with the principal, and they end the party, and then Zeph gets slapped, like, eight times. Yeah. Like, Leslie Mann slaps him, and I think Michelle Trachtenberg slaps him, and all the other girls slap him, and then Thomas Lennon slaps him, like, three or four times. Yeah. And I know it's probably added sound effect, but, like, they all look like decent, like, real slaps. Yeah, he definitely took some. I, I think I think he got slapped a bunch. I would like to slap the shit out of Zeph. Just not like you know, just like once for a movie, just hit him, whack. You know. Yeah, that's all you want. Yeah, exactly. That would be fun. <laughs> but yeah, he does get his dude. He's just getting beat up this whole movie. Like he comes back. Yeah, this is just me complaining about him not being cool again. Sorry. Then we wind up in a scene that I feel like has happened a couple times in other movies we've done for other podcasts on our network recently. When a movie doesn't necessarily know how to end, it just somehow gets to a courtroom scene. And then we have, like, a big divorce hearing well, for some reason. I have no idea why it's, like, such a big room that they're in. And then there's just, like, this big monologue from Zeph at the end about how much he loves Leslie Mann. It's, like, a letter, yeah, from, it's a from, letter from her husband. A letter from her husband. And he, like, tells this, like, very romantic, long story. About the first time he saw her and, like, what she was wearing and what she was reading. Yeah. And how beautiful she was and the date and everything. He reads a letter and he leaves and she walks over and sees just directions to the courthouse. And she says, I need a postponement. I'm not ready to get divorced yet. Because she finally realizes, like, because right before this, he tells we forgot her. to say, he tells her that I'm your husband. And she's like, no, you're a crazy person. And then this, like, sort of, I don't validates know if, like, seals it. the deal, but, like, it, it kind of, like, it. It, he's at least not completely crazy. No, he's not crazy. Like, you, he knew way too much. That's all he needed to do is he needed to come out. Yeah, I mean, I guess there would be no movie. But he needed to come out and be like, <laughs> yo, for serious? Like, I, I would have at least told my son. I'd have been like, dude, like, check it out. Like, you know, kind of um, I'm like your dad. Mrs. Doubtfire type shit. You know what I mean? Like, come out and be like, look, sorry, guys, but, like, it's me. Shh. I'm just trying to get back with mom. Yeah, because that, uh, yeah, th I mean, that that would keep you from making this movie, but that wouldn't keep you from making another different funny movie. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It would be more Mrs. Doubtfire and less 17 again. 
And then, of course, we get that scene where she, after she hears him read this letter, she goes home and looks at the yearbook and is like, oh, right, like, that's the kid I'm looking at. Yeah. Like, of course. He was your <laughs> only boyfriend took... in high school. <laughs> he was the one who knocked you up in high school. How do you not remember what he looks like? Yeah, that that's what it took. It took the high school yearbook photo for her to actually remember it was him. Not seeing him for the past hour and a half every day. <laughs> and then we get to the big basketball scene at the end, and it's basically the same exact thing from the first one, how there's a big-time scout exa- there. I actually like this. This was a nice touch, that they made it, like, literally the exact same thing happening again, and he had to make the choice. That was a good way to round it out. I get that there was, like, you know, the cut-to-the-courtroom scene. Like, Zeph's world melted, right? Like, everything just crashed down on him, and all in, like, 30 seconds, then... He's at the courtroom, but then they, like, bring it back to, like, the basketball game, and it's, like, the full... I like movies with full closure, with, like, roundedness. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Leslie Mann's there again. She's like, I can't be here, and he sees her leave, and once again, just like the beginning of the movie, he runs out after her, but except this time, he hands the basketball to his son. But what I thought was really funny is that the movie, like, just doesn't follow him. The movie, like, stays on the referee and just, like, uh, I don't know, like, traveling? Like, yeah. Let's just... The game's still going on. Like, that Like, Zeph just took the ball ran off the court and just handed it to a kid who's like on the bench yeah like in you know I like that they still took a moment to be like hey we're still like in a basketball game and like it's not your ball like that's a turnover like that's you know it's just like a a little funny joke I like that yeah it was it was I liked it too I was like oh yeah they are still in a basketball game I did figure that part out like yeah good point (laughs) and then they go down the hallway and they have like the tender moment and then all of a sudden well he goes back through the hallway and uh, and whirlpools back into Matthew Perry And the janitor is at the basketball game, and he is now adult Matthew Perry, and it's a happy ending, and they walk off hand in hand. By the way, how did they not watch their son's basketball game? (laughs) They just fucking leave. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, he finally makes the team. Like, they're both all stoked on it. They're like, you know what? Just fuck them. It's all good. I have no idea. And then the other happy ending is that we get Thomas Lennon and Jan from The Office. They, together, even though they were on the rocks to get back together... Yeah. Yeah, you can plunder my dungeon anytime. Yeah, it was good. Happy ending. Happy ending. He's got like a cool like Star Wars pod racer kind of bed or whatever yeah. that they bone down in. <laughs> what was that? What what, did you just full on go Matthew Perry bone down in? What does that mean? I was trying to think because like for <laughs> Cage Club and Keanu Club, we had, we have slang terms for sex based on like old timey movies that refer to sex like in some kind of euphemism. Okay. We don't have one of those for Zack Attack, so I was trying to think, go through my mental Rolodex really quick to see if we had one of those, <laughs> but no, we don't have one of those for this, because like, in all these, like especially the early Zeph movies that we did, which are the most recent ones, like it's all like hard R-rated comedies that are all just like, fil- like they're all filthy things that we would never <laughs> repeat episode after episode, so yeah, true. just bone down. Bone down, okay. I'm not happy about it either. I like it, man. I'm going to make you commit to bone down for nope, the rest of Nope, not going to happen. <laughs> I'm not going to happen. I'm going to bring it up again. Okay. And that's the movie. Yeah, I know. It was good. I was actually pleasantly surprised with this movie. I, I expected worse. I was thinking, like, Parent Trap. I thought we were going to have to deal with a lot more of Matthew Perry, who I'm not really a big fan of. But it was actually just, like, a Zeph montage of him doing okay stuff. I mean, he could have been cooler. I would have tweaked the movie in some places, but that's just because, like, we like Zeph. But, yeah, overall, it wasn't bad. Like, the people in it were good. The mom's hot. Harriet the Spy was cool. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Yeah. You know, before we get into the little trivia that I have for this, we have to play our games and everything, we don't have that many more movies for sure. We have the three in April. Then we have Me and Orson Welles, which is an actual movie in May. Hairspray in June. But then the last six episodes for this year that we have planned out, 
we have one actual movie called The Derby Stallion, but then everything else is either a TV movie or a TV series. We're kind of wrapping up on things like I don't know. I haven't really looked into like if these things are available on DVD or YouTube or anything. We might like I, we might be closer to the end of Zack Attack than we think. Not. I hope so. Not, I just hope that you know we I have we have good end. stuff left. I never want. We'll to see. End. But okay, yeah, I I understand. Thank you for keeping it real. I just don't. I don't want like our fans, our one fan maybe, <laughs> or two fans, to be devastated when this suddenly ends like in August because we can't get our hands on anything else. Yeah, true. We'll we'll figure it out. We'll we'll make it work the best we can. <laughs> okay. So, do you have any other notes about the movie, or do you? No, that do you was say it. It piece? was a pretty straightforward movie. I, it, I, yeah, it was pretty straightforward. So there was another movie from 1988 called 18 again. It's this was apparently not considered a remake of that. That's about an 81-year-old man swapping bodies with his 18-year-old grandson. Okay. But okay. it's, you know, 17 again, 18 again, but it has nothing to do with just a similar... That's more of a parent trap situation, or maybe like a grandparent trap. Yeah. One crazy thing that happened on set, apparently, was that Zac Efron was complaining about stomach pains, and Thomas Lennon said, oh, you probably just have gas, or I think he called it bad wind, and he told Zef to, like, hang upside down and it would pass. Real weird. What? After the movie wrapped, he went to the doctor to get it checked out, and he had appendicitis and had surgery that day. So Thomas Lennon, you know... Almost killed Zeph. Yes. He almost killed... I think Thomas Lennon, was he the doctor in The Dark Knight? I think he was. Um, was he? He's been a doctor in things. I think so. I don't remember that. Maybe. Thomas Lennon, The Dark Knight. He plays the doctor in The Dark Knight Rises. Okay. Where Batman just sort of comes in through a window or whatever, leaves through a window. Yeah. So I like that he's like, you know, this doctor in movies, and I think he's been a doctor in other things, and then in real life, like, you know, he's really probably almost giving... got Zeph killed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like, just, no, nah, it's probably just gas. That is pretty weird. I always err on the side of caution for things like that. That was a stupid-ass thing to tell someone. <laughs> Especially because Zeph was kind of younger, like he was. So, like, you're like, oh, yeah, he's probably right. This old dude is wise. <laughs> it's like, no, you're just being a dumbass. Yep. Okay. So before we play the games, I want to read my favorite bit of IBB trivia from this. Kick it this to is me. I've been waiting for it all episode. Go ahead. It's again verbatim. Three of four found it interesting. Worldwide famous teen superstar Zach Efron repeats the role of a basketball team lead player that made him a star in High School Musical 1, 2, and 3 in this brand new kind of remake of the Back to the Future unusual concept of a twisted romantic love story. <laughs> what the f- like, please tell me there was no punctuation in that either. It's all one sentence. Perfect. The only was punctuation was commas after, after one, one two and two in, yeah. in High School Musical. Makes sense. That's not trivia. <laughs> no, I love these. I love these. <laughs> I also don't know why three or four people said, yes, I find this interesting. <laughs> It's a bunch of teen girls that are, like, watching High School Musical, dude. Dude, I bet the High School Musical trivia is going to be fucking fire flames. I cannot wait for it. I'm so stoked. I, like, I'm I'm kind of itchy. Like, I almost want to start reading it, but I don't. I just want to be totally blown away by it. Oh, I can't wait to tell you that, like, in person. I'm going to either have to have it printed out or have it on my phone. I'll print it out, I think. Okay, that's fair. I'll make sure it's, like, I'll, 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 ooh, no, I don't know how, because I usually read it after the movie, because I don't want to, like, spoil things about the movie. Not that, like, not I'm going to spoil his, I'll just do it on my phone. It's going to be great no matter how I do it. Exactly, I agree. I agree. So we have hate mail. We do? Cool. We have actual hate mail. 
Like from uh, someone like that we know? Angry or... hate mail. No, it's from somebody we know. We don't have any people listen to this. Like at least, so if you're listening to this, email us, zachattackatcageclub.me. Okay. I, I, just send us whatever. Just like let us know you're listening. This is from Melissa Lynham, who was on different Case Club, Keanu Club episodes. Okay. She was the one I was saying worked at the movie theater and saw Charlie St. Cloud for free in the theater. Okay. She is the one who created our Zach Attack cover art. Thank you She's again. kind of our Cage Club podcast network artist. She sent us hate mail. Okay. I want to re- hear it. This is almost explicitly targeted to you. That's fine. And it, it, I've fallen into this trap just because it's easier to talk to you like this as opposed to trying to talk like me, but you'll see exactly what I mean. Okay, good. Subject line is Silicon Valley Girl and Little Franco. Here's the email verbatim. Learn people's fucking names. (laughs) You have IMDb open in front of you. You're constantly talking about it. I don't care if you call them by their actual names or the character names, but hearing shit like Little Franco over and over is annoying AF. Sorry, man. And then she said, P.S. I love your podcast. Does saying this ruin my hate mail with five question marks? No, that's it's it's a valid point. I appreciate the hate mail, and much like any other suggestion I get in life, I will ignore it. <laughs> she she does listen to the show. She likes the show, but I know that we we drive her crazy by number one making fun of things and like not having a female perspective on things. True, which, is, which we're which getting. Is we're getting. Give it. Give it a couple weeks. Also. This is a little bit of a teaser. I'm not going to say who we're doing next, but the next actor or actress that we're doing, we'll say it's an actor, the next actor that we're doing is in a way similar-ish to Zeph, which yes. is kind of why we picked it. Yeah. Picked him. Yeah. And she got so mad when I told her who it was because it's the same thing that we're going to have here. And which like, is I was two like, no, guys talking about no female perspective on female movies. Yeah. Yes. Pretty much. She's and right, so, though. But that's what makes it fun for me. Like, I don't yeah. want to hear every girl telling me that this, that Zeph is beautiful. Like, oh, I want to laugh. Like, I like that love story. I yeah. like it when he and Piper or whatever. Yeah. Like, no, like, I want to, I want to, number one, call her Piper because that's easier than saying Taylor Schilling or whatever her character's name is in the Lucky One. Exactly. Just calling her Piper. Plus, you also know who Piper is. Like, everybody knows who Piper is. Even if you don't watch Orange is the New Black, you, you know, know who Piper, who Piper is. is. Yeah. And even if you don't, like, you know that he, it's, it's the female lead. Like, we're consistent calling him Piper. Number two, I don't want to know about, like, their actual love story. Like, if it's a good love story, I want to watch that movie because it's crazy insane and, like, make fun of it, but, like, also love it at the same time. Exactly. Yes. So we need less female perspective on this podcast. <laughs> I, well, it's hard to have less female perspective. <laughs> I know. That's <laughs> That's what I was saying. And also, the, the next three episodes, we're going to have female perspective. Rachel's going to be on them. Yes. So we're going to have... I don't know if, like, female perspective is what we need for High School Musical. I feel like we need, like, teenager perspective, which we're not going to have. So, like, no matter what we're doing, we always have the wrong people talking <laughs> about it. But that's what makes this great. It's exactly... That works for me, man. And I think Rachel Rachel's perspective is going to be a little bit more in line with ours because she spends way too much time hanging out with me and my friends, then it's going to be yep. in line with female perspective. So send the hate mail away, please. Okay. First, we'll do the Google game. Okay. So there are a bunch of... Oh, I like that one. So there's a bunch of ones. There are one, two, three, four, five... There's six different ones. Four of them are similar to other autocompletes that we've done in the past. Two of them are unique to this movie. So if you want to guess the more obvious ones first, or if you want to guess the obscure ones, just go for it. There's six different ones we're trying to get here. Zac Efron hair. Hairstyle, yes, is, is the second one of these six. Yep. Okay. 
Zac Efron jacket. Leather jacket's number one. Yep. Yep. Okay, it, cool. This is like this is like we're kind of playing Family Feud. Like we, number this like is, the this survey is, says number like one it. answer. Uh, that's why I like this game. Okay, so jacket and then come on. I'm okay. okay so go, so hold on, real this... quick, going down the list, there is just just Zac Efron seventeen again, and then there's GIF leather jacket hairstyle full movie quotes. And then the bottom four, so like the four least most searched for things are what we're trying to get. So they're less common than the rest, but they're all common enough to be included here. So this is, I've been, I've been trying to push this one every movie, and it has to be age. Age this no. time? Nope. Damn it. Nope. Fuck, why doesn't nobody want to know what his age is? I guess girls don't care. I don't know. So I feel like they just Google like age without the movie, and then they just sort of do like quick mental math. No, I doubt that. <laughs> I just really doubt that. But, but okay, yeah. No, what are they? Come on, tell me. I'm, I'm the, I, I blew you blew my whole load on the whole. So the number six answer is shoes. What? When is which he I don't remember him shoes? having. Yeah, I don't remember him having unique shoes. Same. Number four is tied in with number one. I'm skipping around a little bit. Number four is tied in with number one and number five. Number four is sunglasses. Okay. Okay. I don't remember because him wearing sunglasses five, either. But well, okay. it, it ties in with number five, which is car scene. So when he shows up in that really fancy car oh, okay. and gets out in the leather jacket with the sunglasses yeah, an Audi R8. and looks yeah and looks like the beautiful Zeph that we've come to know and love, he is like all of the Google searches are basically about that scene. Makes sense. And then the only other one which I think is really, I just I would love to see like people monologuing this is speech. So people are just like looking for that scene at the end in the courtroom. And I would love like for you like have like an audition for something and be like. Today I'm going to be doing a speech from 17. the Zac Efron film <laughs> Seventeen again from 2009. I know, right? That's really, really funny. <laughs> I was just imagining someone trying to audition like that or doing like, you know, those like, um, oh fuck, I forget what it was called in school, but you would have these like clubs that would like do like dramatic readings and just like read that speech out. <laughs> I think that'd be really funny. Cool tidbit about the car. My friend Zach in real life, not Zeph, but Zach. Right, right, his, right, right. His cousin has an Audi R8, and um, Ooh. it's really cool. Yeah, I get. I try to ride in it with him every chance. Did he that... buy it because Zeph drives it in this movie? <laughs> no, he did not. Absolutely not. That's not why he has the car. But he has one. It's like his daily driver, and like, yeah, I love that car. It's really, really cool. So okay, okay. So the last thing, the last game that we have to play is, is watching the trailer. I which love I just watching the trailer. Oh, you, you sent it. So I'm it? going to let it buffer. Okay, or yeah. So if you want to get it ready, and then I'll tell you when to click play. Okay, let me get let me cue it up here. I'll get it ready for us. If you search for it, it's just 17 again trailer on YouTube. It's the first one. It's 17 again dash trailer from Warner Movies on Demand. Doesn't even have a million views, which is sort of surprising. Yeah, that is weird. I should be ready when you are. Yeah. Click play in three, two, one, play. Okay. All right. Hey, Michael. I can tell you're down. Matthew Perry. Oh, yeah. Thomas Lennon with the ears. Hey, that's my yeah, wood chipper. Oh, I like the wood chipper scene. And the kids want nothing to do with you. The wood chipper scene is very strange. I don't get why the the ears thing was freaking me out too, but I don't get why. Yeah, the... I mean he's just a nerd. You know what I mean? Like he. When life seems to have oh, this movie voice. It's terrible. There's the magical janitor. Okay, magical janitor. Radio goes nuts. Jump, fucker! Jump! Jump! Sounds like Christmas. Thirty-seven to seventeen. 
Why do you wash yourself in a suit? Like, wouldn't you just take the suit off instead of showering in it? Freaking me out. Freaking me out. You would think, but I guess the whole that whole scene is shot to like not show his face, but like it's obviously Zeph. Yeah. Don't even think about sucking me into it with you. I'm here to yeah. my son. <laughs> the Ed Hardy clothes. Boy. Awesome. Sup. Uh-huh. you You look like Clay Aiken, that was a good one too. I forgot about that. Yeah, Audi R8. That's all the charges for that right there. Yep. And then, like, even though he looks like Zeph, he's just constantly, like, pushed around the hallway. Like, just, he's yeah, still the what? new kid or whatever, so whatever. Hey, Mom, this is Mark. Wow. You look Creepy, like face-grabbing, drunk yeah, but I, love, I love it. Weird. Love yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, boy. Why are you dating him? There we go. That was probably the best funny scene of him spraying them with the hose. Yep. And then him getting his ass Oh, the flip phone video I, quality. Dude, I know. I rem I was just I was just thinking about that. All the old flip phones. By the way, why didn't they just call the cops to get them to break up this party? Don't know. Because that's not in the movie, I guess. I don't know. I guess. Did we miss that dance scene? There's another show was scene. Movie. I don't think that was in the movie either. No, same. This trailer's lying to us with extra Zeph dancing and shirtless that we didn't... I don't remember that group hug either. Did I, miss I that? do. No, that was that was in it. Okay. Seventeen again. Yeah, PG thirteen. Woo! All right. So that that's it. So yeah. Minus the other bonus dance and shirtless scene, I that was yeah. What I do want to commend that trailer for is that if you watch that trailer, you haven't really seen the movie. Yeah. I know. Other, the last couple ones we've done. It's basically like the entire movie condensed down to two and a half minutes. Yeah. This is just like, I don't know, I think, I think it's, number one, a terrible trailer, but number two, it's not like we can say if you don't want to see this movie, just watch the trailer, because the trailer's bad. The trailer's bad. It doesn't give a good feel of the movie. It kind of makes it a little weird. The movie was good, so watch the movie. If you listened already, you ruined it yourself, so watch the movie the, first. The DVD is $4 on Amazon, and it's so cheap that you can't even just order it on its own. It's an add-on item on oh, Amazon, really? which means that you have to like spend 15 or $20 or whatever in, even like as Amazon Prime, like you can't just order the DVD. Like, you have to order other things with it. Like It's such a bargain basement <laughs> DVD to buy that if you don't want to just rent it, like you can own this forever for like 30 cents more if you're buying other things with it. So Think about that. Support old Zeph DVD sales. <laughs> Give want. him, like, a nickel on the back end. Exactly. He needs it, I'm sure. Okay, so the next movie we're doing... Oh, ooh, the next ones we're doing are High School Musicals. So how do you think he'll be shirtless, and how do you think he'll be crying? We'll just do all three together as one guess. Yeah, let's. Yeah, I, I think that's the best way to handle it, too. One, he has to be playing basketball shirtless, because Rachel told me that he's playing basketball in that one, so I'm and just We found going... out from, from this trivia, you know, my favorite trivia from this movie, that he's basketball team... Team lead, uh, not captain, but team lead. Team lead. That yes. was a really so interesting. So he will way probably be shirtless it. there. I'm also guessing we're gonna have a shirtless pool scene in at least one of the movies. Really? I don't mm. know. I, I I would guess I would go more locker room scene than pool scene, but okay, okay. I get it. Okay. Crying. Crying? They're Breaking gonna up with Van Hudge. Exactly. They're gonna be dating and break up, and he's gonna cry. Or oh no, I have a better one. I have a better one. I bet someone dies in the movie 
<gasps> close to the Zeph. Fir- probably not the first one, though. Yeah. Maybe, like, the second one. Of the yeah. F- probably the second one. Like, his, like, best friend or, like, somebody they yeah. went to high school with, like, ODs or something, and that's how he cries. That's my guess. Devastating. Yep. You like that one? It's a sleeper pick, man. That would be long I'm going odds. to be watching all three of these movies for signs of how Vanessa Hudgens becomes a spring breaker, because that's all I'm interested in. And Zeph, of course. Did she have anything in between this and Spring Breakers? Probably. We'll figure it out next time. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm excited to figure that out as well. And I'm excited to see Zeph get younger and younger because it's going to get really weird soon. Because remember, listeners, a.k.a. Jess and Melissa, that we're going to do Rachel. the first movie first and then the second movie. Well, she's going to watch them with us, so she doesn't really... Like, she's not... We're, we're doing this with her. But we're watching the first one first and then the second one second and then the third one third. So we're not really going back from... In traditional old, Zeph order. In Zack right. Attack order. So it'll be a little bit different, but we're going to do all three coming out April 1st, April 11th, and April 21st. So get real excited I'm because excited. they're coming soon. I'm very excited. Um, that's all I have. Anything else that you want to talk about with 17 again? Zephantine again? No, no, no. I think that we summed up the movie pretty well. I liked it. I was happy with it. Definitely something that I would I would watch this movie again. This was like fine by me, and it, I would, if it was on TV, I would leave it on. There you go. If that's I, good that's how I that's how I feel about it. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's something. Yeah, it's not. It's not available to stream anywhere, which is why I mentioned the DVD. Like it's not on Netflix, it's not on Amazon Instant, it's not on Hulu. So you kind of have to go do. You have to, You kind of have to like seek this one out. But it's kind of worth it if you like Zeph. Yeah, yeah, no, and it just in general is like a it's like a you know Saturday afternoon comedy. It's a hangover movie, kind of. Yep, exactly. Not like the hangover films, but like if you're you hungover, like, it, it's it's good enough to keep on the TV when you don't want to reach the remote. Yeah, exactly. So for all things Zach Attack and all the other episodes that we've done, you can go to CageClub.me or Facebook.com/CageClub. You can see all the episodes we've done for this show, all the other shows that I mentioned, Cage Club and Keanu Club. You can listen to Now and Again, which Joe and I have both been on. We've got maybe another show launching today on our network i'm not sure i don't want to say the name just in case it doesn't happen but there might be a new one out today march 1st cool so there's lots of fun free things for you to go listen to at those two places i'm joey lewandowski i'm joe too and we'll see you next time on zach tech just like the white wing does sings the song zach